Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kehud Malkuto Le'olam Va'ed Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Journey with me through the entire Bible in one year, focusing on the biblical calendar, the Sabbath, the feasts, and the Torah reading cycle. In this broadcast, you will be listening to two days of readings from the Scriptures. If you would like to listen every day, just go to dailyaudiotorah.com and listen in. We have many voices, interpretations, and points of view out there, but there is nothing like listening to the crystal-clean, pure Word of God in your life. It is living water for your spirit, as it is written in Romans 10:17. So then, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Saturday, July 10th. Shabbat Shalom. I want to make a very special announcement The nation's Ninth of Av prayer event is coming on July 17th and 18th. Mark your calendar. This year, the Ninth of Av falls on Saturday at sundown, July 17th, and it goes through Sunday sundown, July the 18th. The Ninth of Av is one of the most solemn and mournful days of the Jewish year. It marks the destruction of both the First and Second Temples, the day the Jews were expelled from England and Spain, the start of the Crusades, and many other tragedies. For the Jewish community, this day is one of fasting and prayer. Join us as we join in with the Jewish people to pray for the future redemption of Israel. On the 9th of Av in 1312 BC, the ten spies returned and gave a negative report to the children of Israel. On the 9th of Av in 585 BC, the first temple was razed and destroyed by Nebuchadnezzar. On the 9th of Av in 70 AD, the second temple was razed and destroyed by the Roman general Titus and his troops. On the 9th of Av in 1290, the Jews were expelled from England. 
On the 9th of Av in 1492, the Jews were expelled from Spain. On the 9th of Av in 1941, Himmler received approval from the Nazi party for the final solution of the Jews. On the 9th of Av, 1942, the Treblinka extermination camp became operational, where 800 to 900,000 Jews were murdered. Can this day of great sorrow and mourning ever become a day of rejoicing? Zechariah chapter 8 gives us a hint. that this day will one day become a day of rejoicing for the Jewish people. Zechariah 8, 18-23 It is written, Then the word of the Lord of hosts, Yahweh Sabaoth, came to me, saying, Thus says Yahweh Sabaoth, The fast of the fourth month, the fast of the fifth, the fast of the seventh, and the fast of the tenth shall be joy and gladness and cheerful feasts for the house of Judah. Therefore love truth and peace. Thus says Yahweh Saveot, Peoples shall yet come, inhabitants of many cities. The inhabitants of one city shall go to another, saying, Let us continue to go and pray before the Lord, and seek the Lord of hosts. I myself will go also. Yes, many peoples and strong nations shall come to seek the Lord of hosts in Jerusalem, and to pray before the Lord. Thus says the Lord of hosts, In those days ten men from every language of the nations shall grasp the sleeve of a Jewish man, saying, Let us go with you, for we have heard that God is with you. This is a prophecy that this sad day of mourning and sorrow will one day become a day of joy and celebration. Please join us. To find out more, go to nine the number nine dash a v dot com that is nine dash a v dot com to sign up for the free prayer event which is going to be followed up by live streaming programming from our jewish friends in israel go to nine dash a v dot com and click on the link on the navigation menu that says prayer event to get added to the email list sign the declaration and you will be added to the email list, and they are sending out awesome emails with all kinds of great information to get our hearts ready for this very significant day, July 17th and 18th. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Bread Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Matot, and it means tribes. Numbers 36, 1-13 The family heads and the clan of the descendants of Gilead, son of Maker, son of Manasseh, one of the Joseph, Joseph clans, came forward and appealed to Moses and the chieftains, family heads of the Israelites. They said, HaShem commanded my Lord to assign the land to the Israelites as shares by lot, and my Lord was further commanded by HaShem to assign the share of our kinsman Zelophkad to his daughters. Now, if they marry persons from another Israelite tribe, their share will be cut off 
from our ancestral portion and be added to the portion of the tribe into which they marry. Thus, our allotted portion will be diminished. And even when the Israelites observe the Jubilee, their share will be added to that of the tribe into which they marry, and their share will be cut off from the ancestral portion of our tribe. So Moses, at Hashem's bidding, instructed the Israelites, saying, The plea of the Joseph tribe is just. This is what Hashem has commanded concerning the daughters of Zalafkad. They may marry anyone they wish, provided they marry into a clan of their father's tribe. No inheritance of the Israelites may pass over from one tribe to another, but the Israelites must remain bound each to the ancestral portion of his tribe. Every daughter among the Israelite tribes who inherits a share must marry someone from a clan of her father's tribe, in order that every Israelite may keep his ancestral share. Thus, no inheritance shall pass over from one tribe to another, but the Israelite tribes shall remain bound to each portion. The daughters of Zalafad did as Hashem had commanded Moses, Makla, Tertza, Chagla, Milka, and Noah, Zalafad's daughters, were married to sons of their uncles, marrying into clans of descendants of Manasseh, son of Joseph, and so their share remained in the tribe of their father's clan. These are the commandments and regulations that Hashem enjoined upon the Israelites through Moses on the steps of Moab at the Jordan near Jericho. 1 Chronicles 9, 1-10, 14 All Israel was registered by genealogies, and these are in the books of the kings of Israel. And Yehuda was taken into exile in Babylon because of their trespass. The first to settle in their towns on their property were Israelites, Kohanim, Leviim, and temple servants, while some of the Judahites and some of the Benjamites and some of the Ephraimites and Manassites settled in Jerusalem. Uthai, son of Amihud, son of Omri, son of Imri, son of Bani, from the sons of Peretz, son of Yehuda, and of the Shilonites, Asaiah the firstborn and his sons, of the sons of Zerach, Jeul, and their kinsmen, 690, of the Benjamites, Salu, son of Meshulam, son of Hodabiah, son of Hasanua, Ibniah, son of Jeroham, Elah, son of Uzi, son of Mikri, and Meshulam, son of Shepatiah, son of Reul, son of Ibniah, and their kinsmen, according to their lines, 956. All these were chiefs of their ancestral clans. Of the Kohanim, Jediah, Jehoiarib, Jachin, and Azariah, son of Chilkayahu, son of Meshulam, of, son of Zadok, son of Marauth, son of Ahitub, chief officer of the house of Hashem, and Adiah, son of Jeroham, son of Pasher, son of Malkicha, and Masai, son of Adiel, son of Jazera, and son of Meshulam, son of Meshilameth, son of Immer, together with their kinsmen, chiefs of their clans, 1,760, men of substance for the work of the service of the house of Hashem, 
of the Leviim, Shemaiah, son of Hashub, son of Azikram, son of Hashabiah, of the sons of Merari, and Bakbar, Bakbakar, Herish, Galal, and Mataniah, son of Micah, son of Zikri, son of Asaph, and Avajah, son of Shemaiah, son of Galgal, son of Jehudan, Berechah, son of Asa, son of Elkanah, who dwelt in the villages of the Nedophatites. The gatekeepers were Shalom, Akub, Talman, Ahiman, and their kinsmen. Shalom was the chief, hitherto in the king's gate on the east. They were the keepers belonging to the Levite camp. Shalom, son of Kor, son of Abiasaph, son of Korah, and his kinsmen of his clan, the Korahites, were in charge of the work of the service, guards of the threshold of the tent. Their fathers had been guards of the entrance to the camp of Hashem. And Pinchas, son of Eleazar, was the chief officer over them in time past. Hashem was with him. Zechariah, son of Meshaliah, was a gatekeeper at the entrance of the tent of meeting. All these who were selected as gatekeepers at the thresholds were 212. They were selected by genealogies in their villages. David and Samuel the seer established them in their office of trust. They and their descendants were in charge of the gates of the house of Hashem, that is, the house of the tent, as guards. The gatekeepers were on the four sides, east, west, north, and south, and their kinsmen in their villages were obliged to join them every seven days according to a fixed schedule. The four chief gatekeepers, who were Leviim, were entrusted to be over the chambers and the treasuries of the house of Hashem. They spent the night near the house of Hashem, for they had to do guard duty, and they were in charge of opening it every morning. Some of them had charge of the service vessels, for they were counted when they were brought back and taken out. Some of them were in charge of the vessels and all the holy vessels, and of the flour, wine, oil, incense, and spices. Some of the Kohanim blended the compound of spices. Mattathiah, one of the Leviim, the firstborn of Shalom the Korathite, was entrusted with making the flat cakes. Also, some of their Kohathite kinsmen had charge of the rows of bread to prepare them for each Shabbat. Now these are the singers, the chiefs of Levitical clans who remained in the chambers free of other service, for they were on duty day and night. These were the chiefs of Levitical clans according to their lines. These chiefs lived in Jerusalem. The father of Givon, Jiel, lived in Givon, and the name of his wife was Makkah. His firstborn son, Avdon, then Zur, Kish, Baal, Ner, Nadab, Gidor, Ahio, Zechariah, and Mikloth. Mikloth begat Shimeon, and they lived in Jerusalem opposite their kinsmen with their kinsmen. Ner begot Kish, Kish begot Shaul, Shaul begot Jonathan, Malkishua, Abinadab, and Eshbaal. And the son of Jonathan was Merabael, and Merabael begot Micah. The sons of Micah, Python, Melech, Taharia, Achaz begot Jara, and Jara begot Alamath, Asmaveth, and Zimri. Zimri begot Moza. Moza begot Benaiah. His son was Rephiah, his son Elisa, his son Azel. Azel had six sons, and these were their names. Azricam, 
Bosheru, Ishmael, Shariah, Ovajah, and Hanan. These were the sons of Azel. The Philistines attacked Israel, and the men of Israel fled before the Philistines, and many fell on Mount Gilboa. The Philistines pursued Shaul and his sons, and the Philistines struck down Jonathan of Benadab, Malkishua, sons of Shaul. The battle raged around Shaul, and the archers hit him, and he was wounded by the archers. Shaul said to his arms-bearer, Draw your sword and run me through, so that these uncircumcised may not come and make sport of me. But his arms-bearer, out of great awe, refused, whereupon Shaul grasped the sword and fell upon it. When the arms-bearer saw that Shaul was dead, he too fell on his sword and died. Thus Shaul and his three sons and his entire house died together. And when all the men of Israel who were in the valley saw that they had fled, and that Shaul and his sons were dead, they abandoned their towns and fled. The Philistines then came and occupied them. The next day the Philistines came to strip the slain, and they found Shaul and his sons lying on Mount Gilboa. They stripped him, and carried off his head and his armor, and sent them throughout the land of the Philistines to spread the news to their idols and among the people. They placed his armor in the temple of their god, and they impaled his head in the temple of Dagon. When all Jabesh Gilead heard everything that the Philistines had done to Shaul, all their stalwart men set out, removed the bodies of Shaul and his sons, and brought them to Jabesh. They buried the bones under the oak tree in Jabesh, and they fasted for seven days. Shaul died for the trespass that he had committed against Hashem, and not having fulfilled the command of Hashem. Moreover, he had consulted a ghost to seek advice, and did not seek advice of Hashem. So he had him slain, and the kingdom transferred to David, son of Yishai. Acts 27 21 to 44. But after long abstinence, Paul stood forth in the midst of them, the ship's crew, and said, Sirs, you should have hearkened to me and not have loosed from Crete, and to have gained this harm and loss. And now I exhort you to be of good cheer, for there shall be no loss of any man's life among you, but of the ship. For there stood by me this night the angel of God, whose I am, and whom I serve, saying, Fear not, Paul, you must be brought before Caesar, and, lo, God has given you all them that sail with you. Wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer, for I believe God, that it shall be even as it was told me. Howbeit we must be cast upon a certain island. But when the fourteenth night was come, as we were driven up and down in Adria, about midnight the shipmen deemed that they drew near to some country, and sounded and found it twenty fathoms. And when they had gone a little further, they sounded again and found it fifteen fathoms. Then, fearing lest we should have fallen upon the rocks, they cast four anchors out of the stern and wished for the day. And as the shipmen were about to flee out of the ship, when they had let down the boat into the sea, under color, as though they would have cast anchors out of the foreship, 
Paul said to the centurion and to the soldiers, Except these abide in the ship, you cannot be saved. Then the soldiers cut off the ropes of the boat and let her fall off. And while the day was coming on, Paul besought them all to take meat, saying, This day is the fourteenth day that you have tarried and continued fasting, having taken nothing. Wherefore I pray you to take some meat, for this is for your health, for there shall not a hair fall from the head of any of you. And when he had thus spoken, he took bread, and gave thanks to God in presence of them all. And when he had broken it, he began to eat. Then were they all of good cheer, and they also took some meat. And we were in all the ship two hundred threescore and sixteen souls. And when they had eaten enough, they lightened the ship and cast out the wheat into the sea. And when it was day, they knew not the land, but they discovered a certain creek with a shore into which they were minded, if it were possible, to thrust in the ship. And when they had taken up the anchors, they committed themselves to the sea, and loosed the rudder bands, and hoisted up the mainsail to the wind, and made toward shore. And falling into a place where two seas meet, they ran the ship aground, and the forepart stuck fast, and remained unmovable. But the hinder part was broken with the violence of the waves. And the soldiers' counsel was to kill the prisoners, lest any of them should swim out and escape. But the centurion, willing to save Paul, kept them from their purpose, and commanded that they which could swim should cast themselves first into the sea and get to land, and the rest, some on boards and some on broken pieces of the ship. And so it came to pass that they escaped all safe to land. Psalm 8, 1-9 O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth, who has set your glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings have you ordained strength because of your enemies, that you might still the enemy and the avenger. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have ordained, What is man, that you are mindful of him, and the son of man, that you visit him? For you have made him a little lower than the angels, and have crowned him with glory and honor. You made him to have dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, yes, and the beasts of the field, the fowl of the air and the fish of the sea, and whatsoever passes through the paths of the seas. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. Proverbs 18, 23 and 24 The poor uses entreaties, but the rich answers roughly. A man that has friends must show himself friendly, and there is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Please enjoy this beautiful worship song, truly a classic, In Christ Alone My Hope is Found, by Adrian Lishing.
Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24 to 26. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.